welcome back to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. It's your host, Jesus, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus, and I'm here with Liz. Hello. <laughs> and if it's your first time listening, you're always welcome to subscribe or follow. It's free, and you can always unsubscribe or unfollow. So, Liz, you you recently told me that you are not 100% at the moment, but you're still here. You're still here. Yes, I'm still here. <laughs> I got boosted yesterday, so I feel like I just ran a huge marathon. <laughs> Bruh, man. Oh, wait, where's my bra meter? Give me a second. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm about, I am not looking forward to it, but I'm going to, I'm personally going to get my booster this October, um, just to kind of get it out of the way for the holidays. Um, I did it because I'm going to Disneyland in about a month, so I figured I'm ahead of it before it gets me. There you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, it kind of sucks. Mostly when that's how you're going to spend your day off. Just feeling like garbage. Garbage. No. I know. It was just, it's been really... Yeah. <laughs> like crazy. Like, I was fine for most of the day. And towards the, like, 5 o'clock. So it was, what, maybe about 8 hours later. I was starting to feel it. I'm like, okay, I'm fatigued. Okay, I'm good. And then 9.30, 10 o'clock. Whoosh. I was just like chills galore. I was like, I'm miserable. I took a hot shower. I was still doing the shake. Damn. <laughs> I just kind of like, all right, I'm crawling into bed. I'm just going to sleep. And yeah, I was fighting that all night. <laughs> That's rough. That's a rough one. But. Boom. You have a visit. in the room. <laughs> so anyways, that sucks. I'm glad that you're doing better. Uh, are you hopefully you'll be feeling better? Uh, I'm hoping I should feel better by later today. I'm hoping that I can feel the rest of it. I mean, right now I feel like I'm warm and cold at the same time. So I'm like, ooh, tank top. Oh, I'm still like pretty, pretty warm. But I, I think, yeah, <laughs> I think the chills are one of the most annoying things for me because you just don't know what you're feeling. You're either feeling too hot or too cold. Like I can deal with fatigue because I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to pass out. I can exactly. deal. I can deal with a, a minor headache because you just take some aspirin to kind of relieve that. I can even deal with aches. You know, it's just like, all right, I'm just gonna suffer through this. But the chills, I don't know why. It's just maybe that un unbalance of temperature that just un frustrates me. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's the that's the only thing that I'm will be annoyed. And I got to remember which arm to get get my booster on because the last time I got it. I had it in the wrong spot, so I could not like com quote comfortably watch television and be on my side. So I gotta remember to choose the proper side so I can at least be lazy and watch television <laughs> properly. Yeah, I did it in my left arm. I'm like, oh, I can feel it all night long. It feels like a like I think one of my lymph nodes is swollen too. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> ouch, ouch. All right, so hopefully you'll get better soon. Everyone wish Liz uh some. Uh, some health, you know, to get healthy soon. Uh, the sooner the better. Uh, mm -hmm. So put it in the chat, put it in stream, anywhere. Give her hearts. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to do a pre-talk about, or anything else besides that? I've had a rough week. <laughs> I feel like it just keeps cycling bad luck on me. So. <laughs> Garbo week. Huh? 
yeah, it's a Garbo week. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because they up and told me like beginning of the week that they changed my schedule. So like next this next week I was supposed to, or this week coming up I was supposed to be night shift, and they're like, oh no, never mind, you're not doing that. Somebody quit, and somebody's taking back on the shift, and I'm like, great, but that fucks up all my plans that I have anticipated to do. And look at that shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like, oh yeah. It's pretty gnarly that less than a week and here i am trying to like scramble around like well what are we doing oh we're trying to get this done <laughs> oh i have oh this day is for this appointment and this is what's going on and <laughs> ah so it's been very stressful because there's so many moving pieces and so many moving targets i'm like okay so what are we doing next <laughs> damn well, there's you, no like <laughs> you have there's no happy there's no structure at, apparently no, 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 no structure at all. So my week's been kind of like a little ha- hazy and haywire. <laughs> Damn. Talking about structures, actually, we almost had to break down my my uh, bathroom door the other day or the other night. Yeah. What happened? Well, someone decided to get a little too tipsy and passed out in the bathroom. <laughs> and, Which one? <laughs> uh, that one is for the bonus episode. But yeah, we had we had to almost like we you know the you know that simple card trick for like at least those types of doors one where you can just oh like, yeah you use like an old credit card and yeah, just kind of slide just it slide in, it yeah. through or just like a fork or spoon or anything that's able to just jimmy it. Um, but apparently they uh, the way they fell asleep in the bathroom they put their body weight on the door so there was no way to actually oh. so there was like any time we tried to get the lock unlocked it was like yeah we're gonna need to force it open so we were like just like all right we're gonna have to break this door and that's how that's how bad it is we were about to either shove the door all the way in or just break the door knob with a sledgehammer oh that one that was fun that was gonna be a fun but we were able to barely like barely not destroy our bathroom door so, but they were gonna pay for it. Like, if you could push it far enough to so can unscrew it from the hinges. Barely, yeah. So. But we we got it, we got it. But we almost broke the door. So, like, yeah. Yeah, that was like, that, it was not Can't a wait fun. To see that disaster. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. We didn't. It, it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Luckily, so. But it was like, it was not a fun night because it was. A, it started out. We. It was a. We were. My, one of my sisters wanted to do a game night because she bought a bunch of games at PAX. And we're like you know let's go she brought some of her friends i helped her set up and uh she invited me to play I'm like all right we'll play some card games and stuff so we we played some card game you know what you do in game night you play card games and have some refreshments right oh yeah and we didn't need to do another night like that <laughs> and it was for the most part pretty simple casual nothing too crazy so we we ended it at an appropriate time i would say like if you're playing card games and just all those things with that, with people, I think two to three hours roughly is a good chunk of time. Mostly when everyone's satisfied, and everyone's been having their 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 adjusts with their with the refreshments, and uh, we finished at a, a good time. Then I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to bed. If everyone wants to continue, that's fine, you know. But I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Um, to wake up like a like literally like probably three hours later to like we need to we can't get the door open. I'm like ah, uh. and it was one of those things where I woke up and it was like I wasn't hungover. I didn't drink that much, but it was one of those things you're like I don't want to get up. You know you don't want to get up. And I'm like Ugh. yeah. 
So and then now and I have when the alarm went off this morning, I was like, I don't want to exactly, get up. exactly. <laughs> and then and if are you calling yourself Jesus, bro? <laughs> that's my that's my name. Um, but thank you. Um, uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, that it's one of those things like you're groggy. I I just wanted to sleep it off, but you wake up and you need to break down your bathroom door. That's not fun. Nope. Um, but yeah, uh, that was my that was the that my past weekend. But overall, everything's been good. Uh, nothing too crazy. Everything's been doing well. Uh, yeah. So let's jump into one of the first stories. So this one you posted recently. A doctor, yeah. <laughs> a doctor removes fifty AA and AAA batteries from a woman's gut and stomach. <laughs> like, Bruh. what? What? Intarnation. She might have pica. Who knows? But it looks apparently she was doing it for another reason. Oh God! So. Um, oh, welcome. Yeah, uh, Liz is my co-host. Yes. Uh, let's see here. So let's see what happened here. Doctors in Ireland removed 50 batteries from a woman's gut and stomach after she swallowed them in an apparent act of deliberate self-harm. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. So, oh, okay. The woman, 66, was treated at St. Vincent University Hospital in Dublin after ingesting an initially unknown number of circular batteries. According to the report of the case published Thursday, uh, da, 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 I don't care about that. Uh, an x-ray revealed a multitude of batteries in her abdominal, dominable? Why can't I say that? Dominal? Ottoman. He's jumping on me, so. Uh, batteries in her abdomen? Whatever. Abdomen. In her stomach. Abdomen. Abdomen. There we go. Yeah. I don't know why I can't read that properly. <laughs> it's my mic is like, my mic's like in the screen. Although yeah. thankfully none appeared to obstruct her gastral tract, no battery showed signs of structural damage. Ooh, she got lucky. So, uh, let's see here. The team initially took a conservative approach, meaning they absorbed the patient closely to see if and how many batteries would pass through the GI tract on her own. Okay, uh, anything else important by here? <laughs> Taking over the three weeks showed that batteries. Three weeks? Didn't they? Why did they have the batteries sit in her stomach for three weeks? Uh, because they were trying to see how many it would pass up by themselves. <laughs> that, but that's, that's crazy. Like, wouldn't you, like, immediately want to get those out? Uh, it's kind of a, a lot of things to worry about, you know? That's a, like, a major surgery. Major. Think about what you're doing. You're cutting, like, all the intestines or trying to maneuver the, the battery through the intestine to get to the opening of where you wanted to go. But... Uh, I think they were trying to do the conservative approach because they're like, well, she's not leaking anything, so she's good. <laughs> they found that the stomach they found that the stomach pulled down the weight of the batteries and had become distended and stretched in an area above the uh pubic bone. That's a thing. Whatever. Uh I the, know that. no. Um the team then cut a small hole in the stomach and removed forty six batteries from the organ. These included both AA and AAAs. Uh, 
or additional batteries stuck in the colon were milked, whatever, quote, milked into the rectum and removed through the anus. Uh, the, 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 this brought the total number ingested batteries to 55. The final x-ray scan then confirmed that the woman's GI tract was officially battery free and she went to have an uneventful recovery. Uh, whatever. Okay. But overall, like, if that's how you want to go, I don't, batteries is not the way to do it, apparently. Yeah. Because they were in her stomach for th three weeks. And yeah, because she ingested so many of them, they were making a pocket. So they were just kind of like weighing it down instead of like moving, <laughs> like appropriately. Oh. You know, like stretching out the stomach, right? You stretch out the stomach, you know, it's going to have a hard time moving things, right? Okay. Uh, true. No, she is not. There's your answer. Someone in chat. We have chat. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, but I can't see it. <laughs> uh, I told you, you need to, you need to get that tablet working so you can see chat. Okay. Fine. Fine. That's uh, so, Anyways, no, she is not. Sorry, I have to read an article and read chat. My co-host does <laughs> not does not read chat. I have to do it, so I have to do two things at once. But yeah, one hundred percent true. She is not. My bad. Sorry. Got to do a lot of things, and I have to manage the stream. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so yeah, anyone listening, if anyone's listening to the this episode of the podcast uh, afterwards, we do do these live, so go check those out. We always post them on Facebook and Instagram when we're going live. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, if you're listening to this afterwards, we do the, do these live, um, and you can be part of the conversation, like one hundred percent true. <laughs> well that's their name but yeah thank you true uh but yeah i literally have to do a lot of maneuvering everywhere <laughs> to make sure everything's proper so my bad if i can't 100 percent read it when i have to do this too but we do appreciate you being here uh but yeah going back uh going back to the story <laughs> batteries is not the way to do it <laughs> like and one thing, I don't, I, eating that many batteries, you got, I don't know. I just, thinking about it made my throat just, ugh. Just, like the, the taste of it. I'm like, what? Yeah, but, I literally, I don't know. The Metallic thought, taste is just gross. I don't know that taste. The thought in my head, and you had to do, how many, was it 55 total? Uh, 55. Ugh, just gives me shivers. It just gives me shivers. Just thinking about it. Because one is like, ugh. And like, I don't know, going constantly. In, I understand it was for self-harm and you kind of just force yourself. But there, there's better ways. There's better, there's better, <laughs> faster ways. There's no, there's no reason you needed to eat batteries. Big, like, I don't know what, what you're thinking doing batteries. Like, why? Why batteries? I could do so many other things um let's see here but yeah any other thoughts on this poor woman's luckily she you know it's good you know she 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 got out she got out nothing crazy she's very lucky um yeah. lucky that they didn't do a chemical leakage into her gi track so but yeah like sure. uh, they, she must have had some really good batteries because if there were some like like really like uh, Curse. garbage batteries. Curse <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, our listeners doesn't know what's happening. Only our video listeners. 
<laughs> so, uh, let's jump into the next story. You said there was an airline one. Yes. Going back to this is a this is always a public announcement to all our flight attendants and your sister. She always has to be on yeah. edge. Is she yet yeah, no, taking no. blood? Is she yet getting kickboxing lessons or no? Oh no, she hasn't. She's been busy. Ah, uh, she needs those. <laughs> really busy. All right, you ready? American Airlines to close flight attendant base in San Fran after Supreme Court ruling on work break support. Wait, what? American Airlines to close flight attendant base? Oh, okay, so they're losing after a Supreme not... Court ruling. What the heck? On so work breaks. They're not breaks? losing their flight attendants. They're just closing the base and making the transfer. Whether they have to pay the transfer fee, that's the other question we have to debate about. Wait, what? Okay, so can, read the article. Yeah, read the article. American Airlines is preparing to close a flight attendant base in San Fran, according to several sources cited by the respected aviation insider John NYC. Uh, the decision comes just months after the Supreme Court ruled that airlines must abide by California's generous labor code for local-based flight attendants. In a statement, a spokesperson for American Airlines confirmed that the carrier had decided to close the San Fran crew base because there are no plans to grow in the city. Um, California grants employees who work for more than five hours an uninterrupted 30-minute break. A second break is required for employees who work more than 10 hours, and the transportational workers are generally entitled to an additional 10-minute break for every four hours at work. So like a normal person, you would work, you know. So California grants employees who work for more than five hours an interrupted 30-minute meal break. Okay, yeah. Secondary break is required for employees who work more than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, mm -hmm. I see nothing issue there, so... A group of flight attendants at the now-defunct Virgin American Airline took the airline to court over the carrier's refusal to abide by California's rest break laws because the airline argued... Flight attendant rest breaks are governed by federal rules that superseded state laws. Alaska Airlines acquired Virgin America in 2016 and continued to fight the case, arguing that airfares would have to rise if we were forced to comply with California's break rules. A San Francisco uh, appeals court, however, sided with the flight attendant. The appeals process uh, continued all the way to the Supreme Court, but in a surprise judgment, SCOTUS uh, decided in June that it would not that appeal. Solicitor General Elizabeth Pologar argued, urged the Supreme Court to deny the petition despite acknowledging that the lower court had probably ruled in favor of the flight attendant by mistake. Solicitor General Elizabeth Pologar uh, urged, okay, why did I repeat it? Right. Anyways, so uh, overall, so what's basically happening is just they're fighting for their right for these the proper lunch breaks and lunch and breaks in general. Uh, and it all kind of stemmed from the beginning of this uh, closure, right? So this first oh. they closed it, but then they were like, okay. And now they're having issues with breaks and lunch breaks and how they're handled. It's interesting. Like you literally have to then wonder like, okay, we're flying over uh, Idaho. Now we have to follow these standards for a while. You're, or you're like going. That's very short lived. <laughs> what all by five minutes? <laughs> Imagine if you're flying. Then what, what's what's the ruling if you're flying overseas? Like pirate laws. I'm on break forever. Like no, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> like 
<laughs> right? If you're flying overseas, it's pirate's law. You just you just do it. Yeah, like, you know, there's I, another issue going beyond that too because I was overhearing from uh, my mom and sister, another um, one of my sister's um, best friends. So there's another issue behind it. And that would be. That is, they have to pay their transfer fees. Oh, interesting. Being paid to move. Oh, I wonder why they would do yeah. that. Well, it's, it, they're trying to avoid, it's like a kind of slide around at the union. They told them to put in their transfer about a month or so ago before this all came out. Mm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I I think the bases of the 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 thirty minute lunch, ten minute break, sounds doesn't sound. It shouldn't be outrageous. It shouldn't be like like out like ridiculous. But that's I've always I always thought that's the standard, right? But it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like that is at least for. Yeah. Oh wait, did this thing mention what the stand what the airline standards were? Uh, I didn't uh, see that. I wish no. they, they this article failed to provide that because you would think because I would like to compare, right? Like mm-hmm. it would like, and it's not. It doesn't seem like from what we understand is that it's uh under compliance or whatever compliance it is because that's what I always think is just like yeah, you work, you work five hours, you get a thirty minute break, uh, thirty minute meal break. Uh, you work four hours, you get a uh, ten minute break. For, you know, like that's that sounds normal, and it but it doesn't seem like that is everywhere. Uh, but I here's hoping that it goes well for everyone because that's so fucking stupid. That while you're well, those misplaced um, flight attendants, we already have a shortage on flight attendants and uh, captains and shit for the flight. You know. Room. We're gonna probably lose a massive exodus. I don't know. Oh well, we'll see. We'll see how this works out. So to all the American airline uh, members, here's hoping everything goes well for you. Um, because overall, I think I think that should be that's perfectly fine. If not, we'll go to you get no lunch or break until you uh, like land. That's all you get. <laughs> you work until you land. Okay, that's when you get your lunch yeah. and breaks. You get you combine them at the end. Oh my god, that's so, that is so ridiculous, so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Second, trying to make sure everything working well. Okay, so let's go jump into the article with the um, Minnesota Timberwolves. I have chat running too. There's people actually chatting this time around. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank oh, jumping into it too. <laughs> One day Liz will be able to reach out, but until that day comes, yeah. but not today, not today. Not today. Okay. So Minnesota Timberwolves disappointed in Anthony Edwards, who apologized for using anti-gay comments in Instagram video. Once again, we get into this. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Once again, we're getting into this another one of those things where someone got caught saying something they shouldn't have and then had to apologize. Isn't that nice? 
That is nice. So the Minnesota Timberwolves said that in a statement Monday that they were disappointed. Quote, <laughs> isn't, aren't you always disappointed, Liz? And I'm guard, always disappointed. And guards of Anthony Edwards for an anti-gay comment he made in, in an Instagram video over the weekend. Quote, we are disappointed in the language and actions Anthony Edwards displayed on social media. End quote. The team said in a statement attributed to the team president, Tim Connolly that was released Monday. The Timberwolves are committed to being an inclusive and welcoming organization for all and apologize for the offense this has caused to so many. Yes, that sounds like your generic like statement you say to just like sweep it under the rug. Like that's it, really. Let's see here. Uh, Edward himself apologized for the video Sunday afternoon after it had uh, circulated on social media. What I okay, this is what he said. Quote: What I said was immature, hurtful, and disrespectful, and I'm incredibly sorry. And it's unacceptable for me or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way. There's no excuse for it at all. I was raised better than that. Doesn't seem like that. <laughs> So okay, so now from now on, from now on, we should just every time something happens, we'll just quote this. <laughs> we, that should just be just to just, we should just quote this. What I said was immature, hurtful, and disrespectful, and I'm incredibly sorry. It's unacceptable for me or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way. There's no excuse for it at all. I was raised better than that. Remember that, Liz. We will for. Where are we? <laughs> From now on, if we ever get caught saying something or for or doing something, we're just gonna. This is our quote. This is our quote because it seems like that's the best way to kind of get out of these things. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that's just gonna be floundering real quick. <laughs> oh boy. So, uh, but, but, but it doesn't really matter. The ambid. So let's kind of see. Well, let's talk about it, and we'll see what. And I'll, we'll see what he ended up with. But anyways, so what? What are your thoughts? Not the, just this situation, but overall these situations that come out when a celebrity or a sports star is quote caught, you know, saying something they shouldn't say or doing something they shouldn't, and all they have to do is make this public statement and make it go away. Overall, what? What are your thoughts? I think it's, they should be doing more than that, but, you know, I wish there was, there was filters for these people. I wish they had, like, somebody who, like, pre-read their shit before they posted. So yeah. they wouldn't a, have to do this problem. I mean, this is why you hire people to do this shit. <laughs> apparently, he posted it on his, like, personal Instagram account, which people, like, a lot of people follow him. And, uh... He was like, oh, I didn't get to see the video uh, Juan did. Uh, he and he was just, he, he, what's funny is like, like he, he, his buddy wasn't like saying, dude, you shouldn't post this or anything. It was just like, just going out going with it. Just, you know, like, it, it, it's one of those things where you you should just keep private sub private mostly if you're in that in public view right like if not then every time we just gotta just make this statement every time we we do something stupid you know um but yeah it's 
there's no there's no reason for this. So here's what ended up happening with him. The NBA has handed out fines for the use of anti-gay language in the past, including $50,000 fines to Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant last year for using offensive to and derogatory language on social media. A $25,000 fine to Nikola Jokic, I think that's what his name is, for the comment he made during the post-game interview in 2018. And a $100,000 fine to Kobe uh, Bryant for yelling an anti-slur uh, referee in 2011. So they're getting charged. You know, they are getting charged, but, you know, you can only do that's like a small fraction of the other money they they make on the courts. I'm just saying, it's a small fraction. They're not gonna miss it. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of times those um those the contracts are like uh low end, like ten, fifteen million, high end, probably in the the fifty to eighty thousands or eighty million. Someone can quote me if you I'm wrong. Because I am not a huge uh, sports person, but I know just I know just enough where, um, like when we just do some of these stories, it's just it's crazy how much money they make. But it's just um, if this all it is is a slap in the wrist and like, all right, we're gonna find you twenty five thousand dollars for what you said. Don't do it again. I, I think they also get uh, restricted from a couple games, but besides that, it's just a slap in the wrist. Like, don't do it again. Don't be fucking stupid. I'm uh-huh. going through. I'm going through some of these Twitter comments from the, the, uh, the quote. Um, and let's see here. Where to go? And uh-huh. trying to see if there's anything good. Nothing really great. Uh, yeah, nothing really great from the Twitter. But yep, it's ridiculous. It's uncalled for. It's just like, why? Like, uh-huh. keep private. Keep your personal life, your private personal life, private. And exactly, I agree. Like everyone has some, some. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the word I want to say? People have not, not prejudice. Uh, have their own. Uh, opinion. Opinion. I don't know. It's like. It's it's the way when you're within your friend group, like you just joke stuff around, but you know you're yeah, joking. You know you're joking. <laughs> yeah, it's when you know you're joking that it's like, like, is it fine? Probably not, but it's just your friend group. But you know when you're going too far too and within your own friend group. So like, and you're like, that's a. You tell your friends like, uh, you're taking a little too far, bro. Like. Like, mm-hmm. like we have one, we have one, 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 one person in our front group that sometimes goes a little too far, and they know who they are, and they like pushing, <laughs> they like pushing it, but we have to, we, you, you call them out on it, and but you, but they never do it in public, and are we bad people for that? Nah, that's your opinion. Take it as it is, but uh, if not, <laughs> here's the statement I will say. <clears throat> What I said was immature and hurtful and disrespectful, and I'm incredibly sorry. It's unacceptable for me or, or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way. There's no excuse for it at all. I was raised better than that. I hope you guys accept my apology. Worry though. That's Liz. That's Liz's. Like, she's not. She's she's just gonna go 100 percent and she's gonna double down on it. 
<laughs> she's already a second class citizen. She's just doubling it down. I know. I just gotta make it a point, you know. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's jump into the. We have a video we're gonna be watching, but first let's jump into kind of the the article that's just above the video. Okay, the conspiracy, the chess conspiracy. Is that one again? It'd be. Uh, 9.16. Okay. I'll let you start reading a little bit of it, and we're going to we're watch a video. Oh, the chess grandmaster? Yeah, chess grandmaster. All right. Go ahead and read that. <laughs> I wonder why you want me to say this one. Okay. The chess grandmaster anal bead conspiracy that happening right now explained. Okay. Do you want me to? Do you want to read it, or do you want to jump into the video? Let's just jump into the video. All right. We're gonna be getting some of our news source from one of our like uh, favorite content creators. Give us one second. While I pull this up. If you're standing up, you're going to want to sit down. Okay. Let me screen share. So give us one second. That's. All right. Um. Let's see here. Oh, it's gonna look a little wonky for people, but. I apologize. I do apologize, everyone. The audio was not working properly. Give us one second. Fine. Okay. So let us know. If you're standing up, you're going to want to there sit we go. down. You're going to want to take a seat for this news. It's hard hitting. Like getting a call that Meemaw slipped and fell. Except this isn't sad news. This is truly just baffling news. Right now in the chess community, there is a cheating scandal that's been going on for a couple weeks now that is so nefarious and so dubious, it'll have you questioning everything in your life. You won't know what's real and what's fake anymore once I reveal this to you. You'll start wondering if your parents are even your real biological parents, you know? It's going to change your universe, you know? You'll start wondering, is the queen even dead? It's it, it just, it goes so deep beyond chess. Like, I don't care. If you have no interest in chess whatsoever, I really think this cheating scandal is still going to be captivating to you. Now, if you watch my streams, twitch.tv slash moistcritical, feel free to stop in, stream every day, put a few extra... You always gotta, you always gotta plug. I've been following this plug. since it happened. Since always plug. ground zero, patient zero. The day that this began, I was actively following it on stream and going over everything as it developed. And now we've reached the point where it's spiraled so far out of control that it's just inducing madness. I feel like that scene in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where he's got like the cork board with all of the evidence and everything pointing <laughs> to one name. Pepe this conspiracy Sylvia. is really like, deep, so... It's, it's become so convoluted and crazy. I just need to give you a quick spoiler to get you hooked on this story. 
The cheating allegations involve high-tech anal beads vibrating in a chess grandmaster's ass to transmit the best possible moves in order to win a match. That's the level of wildness we're dealing with here. I, I can't wait to share it, so let's let's get into it. I can't show any clips from the actual chess tournament where all this took place, or e even subsequent clips of interviews, because as I understand it, they're very strict with that. I'm good. So I'm, I'm glad to know about that, because that would have hurt our stream. Tweets and articles and everything. Hell yeah. So in a nutshell, what happened is the number one chess player in the world, Magnus Carlsen, was competing in a tournament and was facing off against Hans Niemann, a very strong grandmaster, however not nearly to the level of Magnus Carlsen, this should have been an absolute steamroll. Everyone expected Magnus to just blue waffle Hans here. It just kind of a throwaway, especially considering that Magnus Carlsen was playing the white pieces. For those that aren't familiar with chess, white pieces move first. And in the upper echelon of chess, that's a difference maker. It's a huge advantage. So you have the best player in the world with an advantage facing off against the lowest rated player in the tournament. You'd expect a fat W from Magnus here. So yeah, so let's start with that. So it, it's top top player in the world at the moment facing against a young up-and-comer and he that's how that's where it starts right it's one of those things uh, where like okay because it, it's not impossible for someone someone to be just like saying lucky is not when it comes to chess you really have to be very strategic um I'm not a chess expert. I only know the basics of chess. I can play a round or two, but I will get my hand beaten by someone who has a more level of understanding on this, right? So okay. having one of the top grandmasters lose to an up-and-comer, that's like, hmm, this kid might be a genius, right? Like, possibly. Yeah. But it, get, it, get, it gets spicy. It gets spicy. But that's not the result that we got in this dimension. I'm sure in every other multiverse out there, Hans Niemann lost this match. But in this one, the one that we currently reside, Hans Niemann won. He beat Magnus Carlsen. So that alone was enough to raise eyebrows. But what set off the cheating allegations and all of this speculation was the subsequent interview. When Hans Niemann was interviewed about this absolutely colossal triumph, he gave a questionable interview that was a little weird kind of all over the place and you'd expect that because he's young Hans Niemann is a 19 year old kid you know he's not like a chiseled old veteran you know he doesn't have like a graying goatee he's not like a fucking master Roshi or anything like so you'd kind of expect him to be a little scatterbrained here which is what I thought you know now granted I'm not like a chess authority I'm not a top player I'm a fucking tiny pea-brained 1100 player but even still you know, it's a young man who just pulled off one of the biggest upsets in chess history. I wouldn't have expected him to give a fully buttoned up interview and analysis. But during the interview, he said that he actually studied the line Magnus played against him beforehand, which was setting off all kinds of alarm bells. Now, keep in mind, this is a massive upset. The chess community was more willing to believe the earth was flat than believe Magnus Carlsen lost with the white pieces. So they were already a little on edge with some question marks. And when Hans Niemann said that he had actually studied Magnus's line, everyone immediately flocked to the chess database to see when Magnus played this line prior. And it seems he'd only ever played it once. Okay. So this is where some of the breadcrumbs to this conspiracy are starting to like align. One, a very awkward interview. And he like like he said, one of those things where like 
yeah you're you you could be probably really nervous after one doing the nearly impossible beating the number one one of the best uh uh chess champions in the world and like i would like if i achieved that i would be like like i would literally be shaking and like I'd, i i don't know what what to say like oh my god right and and then and then it comes to then one of the interesting things about this actually you know, what's cool is uh what i've learned about chess and kind of games like this like go and shogi is like they actually have databases where they keep track of previous matches of individuals and so you can learn like other your opponents and what that's like i that's that's a level of it's like when people watch basketball games or football games to kind of learn teams like patterns it's like so chess and all these types of things also have them because you can see how people play mm. and so then going with the the quote like seeing like oh, i've I, i've seen some i've seen him do this play before but only to in record there's only been one time that's uh, that's a little suspicious wouldn't you say <laughs> definitely i agree with you so i agree with you so uh, at this moment, before we get into the craziness, what are, what are your thoughts at the moment? I can't wait to see how they uh, uncover this. Oh, well, it's not. They haven't uncovered anything. It's a conspiracy still. It's not, nothing has uh, been. Uh, well, I want to see what they, they find to that point. I guess it's what they're trying to think could happen. <laughs> okay, let's continue. So a lot of people were questioning, why would Hans Niemann study this line? when it's not something Magnus is known for, it's not something he's ever really played before, why would Hans Niemann have just studied this right before the tournament? So then they start picking apart the interview and noticing that some of the things Hans was saying weren't fully correct. And keep in mind, these aren't just like normal spectators. I'm talking grandmasters, like the best of the best chess players were all opining on this situation and giving their perspective on it. And then Magnus Carlsen made this tweet, which really set everything off. Magnus Carlsen announced that he was withdrawing from the tournament following his loss to Hans Niemann and then posted that very famous YouTube clip of the coach saying, if I say anything, I'm going to be in trouble, so I'm not going to say anything. And obviously Ooh. this is an insinuation of foul play. That's how the chess community took it. That's how pretty much any sensible person would take it. Him tweeting Bruh. this out with the, if I say anything, I'm in trouble and withdrawing, immediately had everyone believing that Magnus Carlsen was softly accusing Hans of cheating. Following this, the biggest chess streamer in the world, Hikaru Nakamura, explained on stream that Hans Niemann had actually been banned from chess.com before for cheating during some matches. Shortly after all the cheating accusations came to light, Hans Niemann was then banned from chess.com. So, now you're all caught up to speed on what exactly happened, but you're questioning, how could he have possibly cheated? So yeah, so now we've, this is, so for anyone listening or watching, we have been caught up with the basics of uh, how these accusations are coming to light at the moment uh people have been eyeing this and that's true when he's gonna what he's gonna mention in a moment is how do you cheat when you're on an open board like public board everyone's watching you it's nearly impossible right to it's like it's like cheating in basketball there's referees everywhere there's people watching you like if it's if it's an online thing that it's possible to cheat things like that but when you're you're in public and everyone has their eye on you how do you cheat and we're about to find out and that's where this conspiracy goes fucking insano style the leading theory 
across all of the major outlets is Hans Niemann was using anal beads that vibrated to instruct him what moves to make against Magnus Carlsen in the match. I'm not fucking kidding. This is the leading theory on how Hans Niemann cheated against Magnus Carlsen. So in order to fully digest this entree, I'm going to need to explain how cheating in chess can possibly work. A lot of them are galaxy brain schemes. Now, for those that aren't familiar with chess, there's engines. There's basically chess bots that will always know the best possible moves in any given situation, any position on the board. Yeah, One of that's how you train. Stockfish. So Stockfish has actually been uh, modified in order to fit in someone's shoe. And this was what? tested by an independent uh, player who put the Stockfish bot in his shoe. He calls it Sockfish. And it was able to transmit the best possible moves for his match. And it worked to a, a pretty decent degree of success, though, of course, needed further refining. But the technology does exist. It worked by sending pulsing to his foot that would basically work like Morse code. So it would pulse and tell him what position to move, what piece uh, and where. So, so, there, so there's, been, there's been previous attempts with a shoe. And and it it partially like the shoe bomber all over again, right? Except with yeah, except now with and with chess for all things. Like sure, yeah, let's let's do it, let's do it. I I you know what I need I need that shoe thing for Monopoly. Monopoly can just no actually, what do I need for moving pieces? What's a game that would need moving pieces? Um, something without (laughs) dice. I can't think of anything at the moment. If anyone in chat knows, I, we need that. Uh, but yeah, it's like so. There has been there has been attempts with things, so it's not impossible, right? So let's kind of find out how how anal beads become the main suspect. So pretty fucking cool. Now, obviously, that's illegal. You you can't sneak a a chess bot to play for you. It's cheating, but I think the point of this experiment was to show that it is possible. And he didn't do this in like a legitimate match. He revealed to the, his opponent who found it humorous. But it is pretty impressive technology. So it's not far-fetched to think that anal beads couldn't accomplish the same thing as James Stanley's Sockfish. If you take the same idea where you take Stockfish uh, in the Raspberry Pi for the shoe and use it for your asshole it could send vibrations or pulses through your rectum and work the same way as Sockfish. <laughs> it would vibrate your colon uh, in, in a way that would tell you the position to move on the board. So it, it can exist. Like, it's not super far-fetched. Like, we're not in the realm of sci-fi. It's not a fantasy. You could technically make some kind of butt plug that runs Stockfish and just have it vibrate Morse code for where you should move your pieces. It it can, you know, theoretically exist. <laughs> so So yeah, the, the ability to program an an anal bead. I mean, if we have vibrators out there, what difference if we add it to uh, say anal beads? Hmm? And just putting it the ability to uh telegraph where you need to be need to move your pieces on the board on the chessboard. Like that is that's a lo- the next level of like crazy you would need to do if you really wanted to beat a grandmaster like is I I never like this conspiracy is so crazy to to even think about and what we're talking about at the moment um, for those who are just ca- uh, catching us live is we're currently talking about a 
chess scandal yes a chess scandal where uh our main culprit is suspected of having a modified anal beads who that were able to help them <laughs> procure the win it, it, like and we've learned we just recently learned that there was an uh an attempt with a shoe device that was able to for the most part have a chance to do it so the technology's out there but uh, yeah let's uh let's continue now whether or not hans neiman had a butt plug or anal beads in that did this it's up for anyone's anyone's guess only god knows and only hans neiman's butthole knows the thing with chess cheating is you can never be 100 percent <laughs> sure either way because for a grandmaster to cheat they'd only really need to hear one thing a cough that indicates there's a tactic on the board or anything because they're all so good if they just have even the slightest hint that there's something there they will find it pretty quickly so no one's a hundred percent sure how prevalent cheating is however there's only been a few cases of cheating being caught at the top level the most famous being about a decade ago during an olympiad there was a very high iq plot to cheat where the teammate would send a coded text to another teammate and then they would sit at a particular table which corresponded to a position on the board. And judging by where they were sitting, the player would then know what moves to make fundamentally. So well, that's next level brain. Like having it's a three person like strategy right now. Having one friend text another friend coordinates to do and you just see someone just moving back and forth, like walking. That's crazy that's great yeah it is crazy so mm -hmm. by changing where they were sitting they were transmitting information to the player which obviously isn't allowed uh very galaxy brain shit but this was caught and they did receive punishment for it so yeah it has happened before but it's not something common now let's get back into this case specifically hans neiman has been very outspoken he's addressed all the rumors and every outlandish claim imaginable he's been very open with everything now, I want to give my personal perspective here, and I've talked about it on stream. I don't think Hans Neiman cheated. Uh, I, I really don't. The security was super tight at this event, and they were very thorough with their checks. In chess, they have thorough. checks to make sure... Were they doing an anal cavity check, though? Uh, they're going to have to. ...anything um, unsavory, <laughs> unprofessional. You know, nothing that would give you an advantage. So, during the beginning of this match, I can't show you the clip, but I'll show you a, a quick picture... They had a guy with a wand scanning Hans's entire body, top to bottom, even going as far as to investigate his gum, even checking his shoes, probably looking for sockfish, checking every <laughs> nook and cranny of Hans Neiman's body without actually Bruh. doing a cavity search. You know, he didn't give him like the Naruto thousand years of pain up the asshole or anything, but he came pretty close and he didn't find anything. So I just think it's highly unlikely Hans Neiman was able to pull a fast one on the chess organization here. I don't think he was able to smuggle in any secretive nanobot anal beads because i feel like that would have been picked up by the wand this guy was scanning him with so again i think he went all natural here uh fully biological no augments I, I don't think he cheated bringing a bot in or anything like that now hans neiman has given yet another interview going more in depth on cheating allegations from his past takaru brought up that he was banned by chess.com for cheating in some matches 
And Hans Niemann does confirm that when he was younger, he did cheat in some online matches. He says they were unrated matches. It was back when he was younger trying to grow his stream. And he had cheated back when he was like 12 years old as well in again okay. online mm -hmm. format. But has said he has never cheated in over the board stuff. chess. And this was very brave of him to be so open with the, his past of cheating online. Because that's just one of those things that you don't really see a lot of people just tackle headstrong. That's something a lot of people bury. And I guess he was kind of forced to here since it was brought to light. But I still think being that transparent with it is pretty impressive. Even if it is to the detriment of his career, I don't know how it's going to affect it going forward. Him being that open, I think, is pretty strong. And he is defending the legitimacy of his over-the-board career. In response to Hans Niemann's interview, Chess.com put out a statement saying that he will remain banned and that they had evidence that contradicts some of the statements he made. But Chess.com has yet to put forth that evidence for people to see. So as of right now, he's still banned and the evidence is hidden. And now I want to make it clear, not every Grandmaster is saying that Hans cheated. It's, it's some of them that are standing strong that it's very suspicious how he beat Magnus. Some of them are claiming that all of his moves are a little too in line with moves that the chess bots make. But there are still a lot that support Hans saying that, you know, Magnus just didn't play that well that day. So it, it's really just full back and forth here. But since the anal bead theory broke, there was even an offer for Hans Niemann to play naked for a million dollars to prove <laughs> he didn't cheat. This anal bead theory is what's Damn. really taken a million dollars the, the to play chess naked scandal here. And it all started as a meme. We've got a towel uh, over I don't think a lot of these publications No, no, everything. The theory just, was just kind of a it might have one of those like subreddit. dick rings. There was very few people that legitimately. <laughs> you got to be careful talking about it just because it was silly. And a, but a lot of these publications have picked it up as if it's something believable. And yeah, theoretically, it could exist, but I still find it very unlikely <laughs> that it does. But the point is, it started as just a joke that's now become something much bigger. And Hans Niemann said he'll fucking play naked to prove he hasn't cheated. Like he's, <laughs> there you, you know, go. He's being a good sport about the anal bead stuff. He said he'll just play full bare-ass chess to prove that he is an innocent man when it comes to over-the-board chess games. Now, I'd like to just briefly give my opinion on Magnus Carlsen's tweet because that's what really turbocharged all these cheating accusations here. Okay, he let's, made pa that tweet. let's pause it a little bit here. Okay, before that. Okay, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot to take into consideration. Um... It's interesting getting a little bit more information going into uh, seeing his response. You know, it's one of those things like uh, he's a young kid, uh, 19 years old, um, and he's been caught cheating before on chess.com. And he's made, he's like said like, yeah, I've cheated before. Uh, wasn't right and stuff like that. We would have to d deep dive a little bit more into like those interviews. But for the most part, he has acknowledged it and said like, yes, I have cheated uh so it's interesting also how the public like what he's saying the public is just taking it into this like uh, it's something i'm not gonna lie we we're talking about it not impossible like we we've, we've said it right now like the, the, there, there's technology out there that has the ability to uh, uh predict stuff like this and that there's a methods to do it too and I like how it, it, it seems like it did seem like it started out as a meme, you know, just like a, like a Bruh. moment. So <laughs> I think they're going to have to start doing, you know, like TSA, you know, those spotty scans. Yeah, they had, they had the wand, but they just probably need to go deeper, way deeper. Literally. <laughs>
and it, it it's i don't know it now this is where it gets interesting like where do you want to believe right we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit more what charlie's gonna say on the other part from the grandmaster because at the end of the day it's true to say like how can an up-and-coming person just beat a grandmaster right it seems implausible it's not impossible it just seems improbable right and that's where it starts to get really wild right and the, okay. you feel like something something's up right something's uh -huh. up so um what what are your thoughts at the moment just just hearing this the shenanigans even if you played naked, anal beads are up your ass. Alright. But at least he you know he's he's at and least they come in a variety of things. They come in wood and they come in plastic and they come in latex. I mean it depends on what you like. So and at least he's taking it in strides too, right? You know, he's not he's he's going along with the jokes and stuff like that. So let's kinda let's kinda jump into a little bit of what's happening here. Let's kinda rewind a little bit here. Tweet because that's what really turbocharged all these cheating accusations here. He made that tweet and then went complete radio silence. He he hasn't spoken out about this since when he's the one that really, you know, kicked a shit in the septic tank here and let it fester. I think it's a little, you know, embarrassing to make that tweet and then have no follow-up. He just very slyly insinuates Hans may have been cheating. He withdraws from the tournament, which is no small thing, mind you. That's that's a big gesture but refuses to actually come in here and give his stance on it when he's the one that kind of started most of it. I think that's a little you know, a little sad. I, I would like if Magnus Carlsen would elaborate on why he made that tweet and what it's exactly in reference to. Is he accusing Hans of cheating? Does he think Hans cheated? Or did everyone misinterpret his tweet? I, I, I don't like the ambiguity of it. I, I would really appreciate... And I think most people would appreciate if he elaborated a bit on his position since he's the one that, you know, he, he threw out the first move here going for like a scholar's mate potentially. So why not explain it a little more thoroughly? You know, tell us the line. But anyway, I just wanted to quickly get that out there because, you know. Okay. Thank you, Charlie. The screen. So, yeah, it, it's it, it, it's crazy. Um, and yeah, getting it from the Grandmaster side, he's been radio silent and that's kind of, that in itself is pretty sketchy. It's, you know, like uh -huh. you, you would think after all the, the scandal, right, there would be something, a, a statement or anything because he did kind of bring up the uproar, uh, and people are talking about it. Was he hoping for someone to catch something that he might've missed or is he just a bit upset that, a a youngin uh beat him you know like it's, it's um like if you're that petty you know you like maybe you you weren't playing your best right you made you made one or two bad mistakes and you're like fuck damn it and or do mm -hmm. i have anything not a single fuck was given this day and then you're like <sighs> and you just post that I don't know. It it seems sketchy. It it adds to con the conspiracy. It adds to this conspiracy, uh, for sure. And I I don't know. So what are what are your overall thoughts? Just kind of on this. Oh, he's cheating. Oh, uh, that sucks. Um, but if he, the grandmaster being so silent, maybe he should start speaking up. 
because it's starting to create some havoc within the chess community, obviously. So he needs to speak up and say, hey, I fucked up or I know this is not how it's supposed to go down. Or how about a rematch or whatever, you know, something, anything. Right. Hmm. And um, and like I said, the, at least. um, Oh, shoot. What was the name of the kid? I don't know. Uh, I literally have. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to find this kid's name. Uh, da, da, da. Magnus is the grandmaster, and the kid's name is uh, Hans last... Neiman. Hans Neiman, yeah, yeah, Hans. Okay, we'll go with the uh, Hans. Um, wait, in a stunning upset, uh, Hans, yeah. So, you know, if he's willing to. <laughs> play ball and literally go butt naked you know he's 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 saying something he's putting out a statement that's a very strong statement to say and like so uh like they said in chat a million dollars is good money million dollars is good money uh and you know uh right now just having this base story i'm i'm in more in the belief that he he did not cheat I, I it's more I'm more in that boat right now. Like like what wh where are you putting your marbles in at the moment? What ship is gonna sail for you? Uh I I would see it. I love to see a naked Jasmine show. <laughs> that's only for on, that's only OnlyFans. OnlyFans. I know, right? <laughs> but um yeah, I I, I I I we need more information and it doesn't seem like we'll be getting any more. It seems like we have one person who's talking more than the other. Uh, but yeah, that's a, uh, I think that's it really. It, it's, it's, it's a wild story. It's a wild to say the least. Um, but yeah, let's kind of jump into our final act. But before that, everyone, don't forget we're running our summer or end of summer sale. Use code SUMMER for 20% off at merch.tyrantdominance.com. There's a link below. Uh, yeah, don't forget, it ends October 15th. So make sure you grab that. And as always, you can join us on our Discord. Uh, come hang out with us. Uh, we'll be doing a fun thing. You might be participating in part of our bonus episode if you uh, join our Discord. But yeah. Um, yeah, let's kind of jump in. Anything you want to add to that before we do our final segment? Nope. All right, I'm going to roll the dice and we'll see what story we're going to read. Ooh, number five. We haven't gone that low in a while. One, yep. two, three, four, five. Huh, interesting. Okay, this is our story. Here, I'm going to post All it. Right. Discord. How are you feeling on reading or do you want me to read this one? Uh, you may want to read. I'm starting to feel the chills again. <laughs> no problem. All right, everyone. Let's jump into this. Am I the asshole for leaving the restaurant before my birth boyfriend's family arrived after I was told that I was going to pay for their meal? Yeah. I, a uh, female 29, have been dating my boyfriend, male 35, Ricky. Well, they called him out for four, five, for five months. He's divorced. Quote it. Quote yeah. it. Quote it. He's divorced and hates the that this word. He's sober divorced. Okay, and goes with the word divorcee. What? That's the same thing. 
Okay, and that since it's the first one that makes it sound like he was dumped when it was him who in- initiated it. Sure, whatever. Uh, words, words. Anyways, he always goes on a long rant about his ex and says stuff like, I hope you don't have this awful habit my ex has or hope you like X, Y, and Z because my ex didn't. And the list goes on. These seem like red flags immediately. Oh, God, yes. Highly. <laughs> I fa- yeah, I found my second job recently, and he's been having me pay every for pay everything we go out. When I protested, he said he's going through a rough patch and has seen how much help I can can cam offer. Man, this, please please write properly. Can I can offer? Last night he invited his family to join us for dinner. We we got to the restaurant first. He asked me if I if I bought enough brought enough money. F- and I said, why? And he told me that he told his parents that I'd pay for their meals. And I said, why would I? Why would I? And we, he went on a, about his parents going through a rough patch just like him. I like how it's going through a rough patch. We should say that from now on. And I said, I'm sorry. This can't be a coincidence. He asked what I meant. And I told him that I would not be paying. He insisted and I refused. He said no. And wait, and said no. He then leaned back and said, well, you're here, so not much of a choice you have anyways. While laughing like it was funny, I suddenly got up and took my phone and purse and walked right out. He was shocked and started shouting after me to stop and wait, but I didn't. I went home and he called me enraged, saying that I did a horrible thing walking out on him and his parents while I couldn't, why, while I couldn't just pay. I told him that their, uh, their unfortunate financial situation isn't my problem and that I wasn't a obligated to pay for their food if they couldn't pay for their meals then they should not go out he got offended and said that i quote you're making money on priority wait you're making money on a priority just like my ex did then he went on about how he disrespected my attitude was and how i made him look like small in front of his parents and enforced him to lie about why i wasn't there when they came when we've been going back and forth about it till now he's mad and he's refusing to speak to me till i apologize am i the asshole i feel bad because his parents are lovely and i've been doing my best to keep a good relationship with them so they she does have a good relationship with them okay okay so there's some there's some actual backlog all right let's red flags leave the road you're better off this guy's using you for your money i've been down that road one too many times get the hell out of jail <laughs> i ain't been down that road get out get out get out get out you're gonna get yourself in so much debt you won't even be you <laughs> and just because you're making money and because you get a second job and you get off your ass and you wake up and do that shit every day i'll get your money not his not at all you're not committed it's not a you are dating it's a five-month relationship head out get out that that guy is bad news written all over it he's got a lot of problems to go through emotional damage exactly like immediately the second oh wait uh the second like quote paragraph like those are immediate red flags like pain once in a while it's not bad pain all the time or most of the time that's that's when it gets iffy second part it's when you start comparing someone to someone else. That's, That's shitty. Then you wonder why he got he was quote divorced, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, divorced. We're not using divorce again. Divorced. Yeah, like, he initiated it. He's divorced. 
what what's what's sweet about her is that she's actually she probably met his their her his parents and they she's probably were good and but it doesn't seem like he's the any good at this point. Oh, this is bad news. I mean, I get it. If, you know, families are great. You know, um, we all met like our significant others at one point family, and we really, really liked them. And we we're like trying to figure out how this person came out the opposite end of them. <laughs> and I think one of the best comments is thirty three. Uh, Yin says, "OMG." Girl, run. This is not a man you want or need in your life. Go, go, go. Don't look back. Like, ever. Not the asshole by a long shot. Yes. Thank you, 33 Ayin. You, you've said it. You said it. This is, uh... And Liz said it. It's This is not a... To begin with, one, a very horrible relationship. Borderline toxic. It's like, it's getting there. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just about to get there. And within five months. Yeah. You would you would think you would be, like, blissful for a year and then maybe pull that shit, you know? No. That's too quick into the relationship. Good thing. Because then you're not stuck in this shit and you're not wasting so much time out of your life for this. <laughs> and, uh, and another comment from Salifar. Salifar. I think that's what their name is. Uh, and they agreed with some of those things. For real, there are so many red flags here. One, he compares you constantly to his ex. This is not healthy for you, your relationship, or him. That's true. Two, mm-hmm. he is financially he is financially abusive by forcing you to pay, and if you didn't, and if you don't, if you don't belittle him. Okay. Three. He, if you if you don't, he's belittling you. Basically. Oh, okay. My bad. I am trying I to read it. Yeah. yeah. Three. I think that's what they meant to say. Okay. Like, God, sometimes reading these are a little hard, but I know what I, they mean a lot. He, or sometimes they miss commas, but that's uh, that's another point. Three, he goes behind your back to arrange payments for his parents' meals out of your pocket. And when you put your foot down, he turns it into you being the problem here when it's him. There's a classic uh, Darvo behavior. Deny, attack, reverse victim, and offender. Yep, Darvo. Uh, I always mm-hmm. forget. I always forget what the acronym sound for. Yeah, DARPO. Uh, he is showing you a very clear pattern that only found in abusers. Leave now and do not let him back in your life. Now that his ex are exes are his exes because because like you, they finally put their foot down. None of them are likely half as bad as he claims, and I'm willing to bet that they are very similar stories to yours of abuse patterns. Ooh, yeah, I agree with this one completely. Upvote that completely. Yeah, overall, yeah, yeah. The, we we let's uh, let's upvote all this stuff just to respectful. But yeah, it, overall, um, it she needs to get out. It is unhealthy, and you're frozen. So perfect timing because we're about to end this episode. Uh, and <laughs> it that's so funny. It left you a very like very in dubious form on the screen but yeah it's perfect timing because that's how we're we agree that she is not the asshole we hope she dumps him and gets away from this very horrible relationship so <laughs> um yeah everyone thank you again for listening i uh, liz has frozen up her wi-fi went down <laughs> So everyone, thanks again for listening. Uh, don't forget our sale on merch.timerdominus.com. Uh, don't forget to use code SUMMER. 
Uh, and yeah, everyone, until next time. Oh, there's Liz. She's back. <laughs> yes, my Wi-Fi died, and then Discord died all at the same time. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're, I was just closing off, so perfect time for you to say bye to everyone. Bye.